Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And it's still summer break. Why is it still summer break? I'm done with summer break. I'm done with holiday. Holiday's over. Get back in the cars. Summer break was the exact same length of my kid's summer break, which was two months long. long (laughs) Too long. Two weeks. Ah, are we ever going to get back? I need, I need a race. Well, they're all getting back in their very expensive private jets and going to Belgium. So yeah. chop, chop boys. Here we go. Time to off to spot hit the grid <laughs> off to spot. Get Let's out of go. the actual spot. Cause we're going or get out of <laughs> your, you know, European five-star resort spot. Cause we're going to spa. Belgium. Yeah. So this sounds like losers, a, we're going to a- spa. That's the name of the episode right there. Boom. Done. <laughs> Get in losers. We're going to spa. I was just going to say, this sounds like a really good opportunity for you to get in a mean girls. <laughs> well, you know, never miss an opportunity. I love it. I love it so much. That's great. <laughs> um, well, it's been a little bit. I mean, this Friday recording, I guess, is our new is our holiday vibe, but yeah. we're going to get back to regular cadence. So you'll get like a one, two punch. Exactly. You're going to just. Sorry. Thank you for, for sticking with us on these late recordings. No, but sometimes it's tricky when there's no race to get you to really get motivated to get back in the studio. I mean, I've been racing, but not. Yes. Danielle has been doing the most off-grid racing in her real life. Um, and sometimes I have to check and make sure my friend as well. Some days I'm not sure. Generally (laughs) unwell lately. Post Montana, Danielle is, she's in a struggle bus. Take me back to Montana. She's cruising. Did you guys hear how light and alive my soul felt at our last recording? I've been weighed down by the world since then in seven days flat. (laughs) (laughs) But Shannon did drop off something at my doorstep. Get you a friend that will leave you a magazine with sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc and Carlos signs on it. Shannon has, has, please put <laughs> us notes. a picture of this because she has notes on it. I'm taking one so we can <laughs> share it to the group because she's just got like post-it notes coming out of her magazine. I just sped read it. She yeah. gave it to me on Tuesday. I sped read it because I wanted to really soak it in and enjoy it. And I have not had much time for that. So Shannon just had to stare at yeah. me while I looked you- at this, but yeah, initial I, I reactions. I have. Uh, <laughs> she annotated. Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. I. Okay, so if you did not know, you should. Now you do. Mm-hmm. That sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc and cutie, cutie Carlos Signs are on the cover of GQ. It's been quite the August for our F one friends. Boys. I know we this have is on the cover of Vanity Fair. Right here. And then Mr. Danny Rick was on the cover of Men's Health this oh, month. Oh, he was. Why didn't yeah. you drop that one off? Did you just keep that and pull the poster out and put it up in your closet? Do you do you know that the the reel that I Where made are it? his photos? Oh. I figured you would have it already... wasn't that I couldn't find it at Barnes and Noble when I went for, for these boys. Out? So I apparently that's the one everybody who wants is Danny Ricardo. Is it? They're not wrong. Is it? Men's health hmm. wasn't what I was expecting, but okay, Danny. It's not his first time on men's health. Actually, it's oh. the second mm-hmm. on the cover. Yeah. Two time cover boy. Two time cover boy. You know what? I'm going to write this down because um, 
I would like to know out of the F1 boys, who has the most covers? Definitely Lewis Hamilton or Michael. I, think I disagree. I think it's going to be our boy, Daniel Ricardo. I don't. I think it's Lewis Hamilton. And if not, it's Michael Schumacher. Are you going to keep in? Are you doing fashion magazines? Or are you going to include like all, sports? I think all, all. Hmm. We're going to have to look at all covers. How far back are you going? Are we going. just talking current members of the grid? Um, I think current. I think our current grid boys are who I'm going to be looking at as cover boys. I think it's hands down Lewis Hamilton. One for his length of time and two because he's Lewis Hamilton. I mean, honestly, how dare you say that it's Daniel uh, Ricardo over Lewis Hamilton? Like what kind of Lewis Hamilton fan are you? Uh, like the, uh, listen, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> You guys, I'm going to start the sisterhood of the traveling vanity fair and you don't even have to be a sister. You just have to be a pit crew member. I will mail this to you. If you don't want to get your own copy, we can all put our hands on the same episode on the same magazine. Oh God, that was aggressive. I shouldn't have touched it. Yeah. Be careful. It's not going to hold up in the mail. You guys can also have my copy of GQ because the way they did them wrong in these photos. All right. Let's talk about GQ first and then I'm going to get into the vanity fair of it all. Um, Okay. First of all, I need to say the article was written by Tom Lamont and Tom Tom could do better. We can do better, Tom. We could do better. I'm like, did it, was it really an article about Carlos and Charles or was it it just about Ferrari, the factory? Cause I was like, Tom, well, I don't like, honestly don't really care. Like I wanted to know more about Charles and Carlos and what you did tell me about them. I took a little offense to it but, seems like Tom made a did he did make a note that it seems like Tom was very controlled by uh, what he was allowed to say and didn't yes, say by and the ask Ferrari ask. PR machine. Yeah, I could see that being a very difficult. It seemed very controlled. Very the whole controlled. article feels very like handheld from a P, as a PR person. I can tell that he was being like this was a press tour and they took him to each of those places and everything was very carefully orchestrated, which feels very on brand for Ferrari per Tom's article, but hundred percent, but per Tom, per GQ's pictures. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. So I did a little, um, very light snorkel on, um, the photographer. His name is Jack Bridgeland, which I didn't know who he was, but when I started looking at his stuff, I was like, oh, I recognize this stuff. So like he's super known for his different aesthetic and his different filters he likes to use. Right. And there's and like nothing, that, like I mean, that's like a thing. The photos are like fine if that's what you're going for, but like they're fine if like someone has a weird nose or a strange face. You are working with two of the most lovely human beings God yes. has given our planet. And this is how we chose. Yeah. This is what we chose. We can do better, GQ. We could definitely do better. Have they not seen Sweet Charles's ads for that yacht company? Because I can tell you that they are photographing our boy the way he should or be just photographed. Isa to come in and take a couple snaps of Carlos because she seems to capture him in his true essence and his adorableness. But he, I was like, why? I and then like you, the way they described him. I okay. I took lightly on that brushed too. by melancholy. Hold Carlos on, hang on. Son. We need to build this up a little bit because. Tom writes, Leclerc is is boyish and enthusiast. Signs is more modest and lightly brushed by melancholy. 
Lightly brushed by melancholy is not how anyone wants to be described. But also, did the PR team not check that and be like, well, I don't think most people don't let, I'm sure a magazine of GQ stature does not let an edit, like a, a brand edit it post. Well, I hope that Ferrari doesn't know what they said about their other boy, Carlos, because he says, and I quote, their swift boy racer Leclerc is a special favorite. He is a special favorite. Oh, Agreed. Tom. And then Co-sign. we go, <laughs> we go on to say, have a stay of the week science tells me you finish 150 laps and you oh, cannot this think. line well his doe-eyed naturally handsome though not one for mirrors and his hair lazily parted to the side today but we've he, said that ourselves i know but hold on it, it it gets there's a reason why i'm going this far um he performs his routine task as pulling up his jeans and retying his shoes with the precise time handling crazy expense wait Precise, considered moments of someone who has spent a lifetime handling crazy expensive objects that might break. Leclerc's famous good looks are sleeker and more polished than those of his teammates. Oh, of you can easily imagine that that's not true. You can easily imagine him as a, a prioritized singer in a boy band. Okay, where's the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> You just don't have to do Charles so like second class. Like you mean he's... Carlos? You mean sorry. Carlos? Wait, who did I say? What did you I say? said Charles. Charles, I'm sorry. And then he goes on to say, "You ache for signs, though." Ferrari is. Did you write t- this? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. You do ache for signs. For... <laughs> I do, but it feels kind of. Hang on, because hang on, Ferrari is as the Ferrari is the top of the tree for F1 drivers. Likely Leclerc will move on from here only if he fails and is shown the door in order for signs to nature to nature. I don't even know what nature means. Nurture it's nurture. Okay. It's nurture reading. Words are hard guys. Words are hard. Um, in order for signs to nurture title winning hopes with Ferrari, he must by default nurse quieter hopes that his pal screws up. Where's the lie? Bad. I hate this article true. so much. It's trash. I mean, I hate the photos and the article's kind of boring. It's such a snoozer. And I don't it's like any of it. Which is kind of a shame because it's a snoozer and it's about Ferrari. And it does. It's you know what? It never got out of second gear is what happened to that DM. Like the strategy on this is the same <laughs> as the strategy on the grid. OK, but where's trash. the lie? Where's the lie, though, in that? I think you read, honestly, the Sorry. two like best. Parts OK, you know said. what? Then. LeClaire, you got fucking nine races to shut me up because you ain't fucking doing shit right now other than crying in a corner and I'm over it. I've said what I said. Dare. Over, over I'm it. about to slam my computer shut. <laughs> How dare you? How could you do this to me, question mark? <laughs> because that article made me mad. And then it just made me realize that, like, why are they shitting on signs so much? He's not, he's, He's not a bad driver. Because he's not as good. Because really? he's not as good. Because when has he been doing this year that's been so much better than Carlos? Uh, winning three more races. Also, I don't remember. I think that you have a little. Hold on. Okay. I think you have a little bit of like brain fog from the beginning of the season when. Yeah, when he was doing great. It was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, you know, Charles Leclerc was doing fantastic and Carlos Sainz was in the wall, DNFing, messing up. Let's not forget. Okay. I don't, I okay. don't forget. I'm just saying it seems if like they're going to paint him as the golden boy. Well, he is. Also, this article was written three months ago. You know how magazine, I know. magazine timelines are different. 
Well, this- I just, you know what, then I'm going to need more. I'm going to need more. If- I honestly, I'm going to need, need a more. break from this. <laughs> <laughs> I, how dare, how dare. <sighs> wow, Shannon. Wow, Shannon. Wow. I, mean, I feel like we should just move on to talk about Lewis Hamilton because there is not, there's, <laughs> I'm very upset <laughs> with your comments. This is kind of sounds like that reel that's like, ah, I'm going to need something. What's that? What is it? You to tell me something good. Yeah. <laughs> something that upsets me or something. I just said it. Whatever that, that, that was very upsetting. And that was very upsetting. Wow. Thank God this GQ has some pictures of sneakers that soothe my soul and set me back right. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I could keep going. The, uh, the pink I will say that are in these, there. Lewis is Hamilton. These pink photos are, are brushed there. by melancholy is what the thing is though. These photos, this is brushed by melancholy right here. The, the opening. Oh, oh please. Um, sorry. I threw my, my magazine. Hold on. I need to go get it real quick. This just, I'm sorry. I just, how dare they do this to him? How could you do this to me? Question mark. The only good one. I mean, they got Marcus Mumford over here looking one. like a king. This, this is the one of Carlos that should have been all over the place. Just Carlos. Have. Yeah. Look how cute he looks. I mean, I love Carlos, but I'm. Doe-eyed cuteness. Brushed by okay. melancholy. Brushed by melancholy. <sighs> I'm just angered describing me. people that, that all the time. Brushed my melancholy. I did like some of the insights on Ferrari and yeah. mm-hmm. like Marinello. Do you yeah. want to talk about the Pope one? That's a good one. Did you know that Enzo Ferrari did his last rites with Pope John Paul II? Because that's crazy. And I guess there was a time when so many Ferrari drivers were crashing that the Pope, like, at the time was like, hey, we need them to die less. Yes. So the Pope would also race Ferraris with a rosary clenched in its teeth. I think these are all three different popes too. Yeah. But <laughs> no, that was not a pope. That was a priest. That was that a was priest. A priest. You're right. That was a priest, not a pope. Um, right. But yeah, I honestly, you don't buy the magazine and don't read the article. <laughs> not if you want to. If you want to be bitter and unhappy with Ferrari, read the article. But. At least they know that Charles is the golden boy, though, because he is. Where's the lie? Well, listen, I just need a little more out of the golden boy right now. Okay, well, why don't you tell us about the Vanity Fair article then? How did they do your boy, Lewis Hamilton? They do him dirty? God's favorite? They did him not dirty at all. Actually, want to read you a little insert. Of course you do. I don't have my (laughs) magazine. So if you mess up a word like nurture, I won't be able to help (laughs) you out of that pickle. (laughs) Um, So they're talking about in the intro of this, like the, the jewelry rule. Oh yeah. They also mentioned that in this one, Charles doesn't wear it, but he got a necklace from some mechanics, but he abides by the jewelry rule. Not to say that Lewis should, because I think the rule is silly, but yeah, it is not a commentary on Lewis. People love to have power and then people also love to enforce power, which is why they like to enforce this rule that has been a part of the F1, but no one's ever said anything until Lewis started showing up with all the story. I just put on as much as, okay, so this is, they're saying that before the Miami Grand Prix, when he put in all the story, like everything that he could do. And he's like, I just put on as much as I could. Um, And he, he said, I can't remove at least two of them. One, I can't really explain where it is. So this Hamilton now insists was a flippant, Pro 
for provocation. See, look at that. Provocation. Yeah, there you go. Reading. I was just, he's like, I was just fucking with it. He says, laughing. I don't have any other piercings anywhere, but I love that there's this thinking, shit, has he got his balls pierced? <laughs> well, that, I mean, we've discussed. You we wanted to be his piercing checker. But the fact that that's what our boy says, I was like, look at that. He's in on, he's in on the joke, but we love someone in on the joke. We do. We learn a lot about how Lewis's, many pages like, is that I mean, article? It, well, I'm, I'm not finished. You know, I'm a slow reader and obviously can't uh, pronounce words. So it takes me a long time. Um, <laughs> it's a couple pages long, but font's very tiny. Yeah, you know, yeah. it takes on. But article. what he does talk about is the last it's lap the of Abu Dhabi. Oh, oh guys. Did, have you cried? I did. I, I'm not going to lie. Like bringing that back up. I was like, fuck, this hurts. Like it hurts when you go through it with Lewis because we really haven't heard him talk that much about it. Yeah. But yeah then so. you find out what happens after Abu Dhabi. Did he, okay. Did he do what we suspected after listening to his mastermind? Did he like go into a dark room and like, well, he away? went and he joined um, his mentor. Let me hold on. I'm going to make sure I, we don't need their name. Melody Hobson. Oh. We, it, she's important. She is George Lucas's wife. She's also oh, she's a, a financial analyst on CBS. <laughs> yes, she's an amazing woman. Um, she is also a black woman who is yeah. in a first in her field of things. So she understands when he says, um, you know, that it is exciting, but a lonely journey. What you said? I knew exactly proud and lonely when you are the first black person to do something. Um, she's like, I know exactly what that felt. So her and George flew to Abu Dhabi and oh, wow. they were there for him but she was like we just didn't- a super casual george lucas being there for you <laughs> well, yeah that's what he was like not every day does yoda's father give you advice and also like, why hasn't lewis had a cameo in a star wars movie he okay. feels like super on brand yeah. for that well i heard okay. he was gonna be in top gun he supposedly. was gonna be a fighter pilot in top gun but that didn't, co- work, didn't out. work out with his schedule because he's a perfectionist and he's like i don't I'm not gonna like i want to be great in this movie but i also need to be great at my job and I can't do both because they're at the same time. Um, but post Abu Dhabi, he spent Christmas in the Caribbean with Melody and George. And oh, how lovely. Right. And like they got to kind of break things down. She's like, listen, this is going to be the worst time. And she's like, it's so uncomfortable. You're going to feel everything you don't want to feel. But if you can't feel it now and get through it now, you're never going to be able to get through this. And he was like, you're right. So essentially he didn't lock himself. She was in. a life coach too. She's amazing. She's also one of the owners of the Denver Broncos, which is how he oh, yeah. got they're, into. They're all, yeah. They're buddies. Yeah, they're like got big sister, little brother. All the monies. Well, no. she's used to, I don't know. She hasn't been on lately. Cause maybe she's just too busy. Like gal palin with lewis hamilton but yeah she used to be on cbs all the time you know, well big she's news, lovely big news girl her. big news girl right there um right here big news girl yeah so that was exciting huh okay well thank you for that you're welcome and obviously i don't know if you guys- like this has been a real brush by melancholy episode I know, from the beginning I know. um I don't know if any of you felt this way, but when you had to read out loud in class, like in middle school, and you would have I, to like yeah. reread it seven times before you actually had to read it out loud, I was that kid. So reading even in front of one other person does make me very nervous. And I clearly was not that person. And I was the person that was like, <laughs> that's not how you say that. <laughs> yeah. I was always like, so, please pick me. for. I appreciate movie. your patience with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay. Well, we got to move on to something a little know, lighter, really brighter, because this is this episode is taking a, a tumble. Uh, let's talk about bingo. Yes, let's talk about summer. In other bingo news, uh, <laughs> unrelated to F one bingo, my favorite in Kentucky, we have this big thing of Catholic church picnics, and my favorite one was last weekend and. I just think that you guys should all know that I won the coverall bingo for the second time in my life and both are monumental achievements. So I think that we should leave exciting. with that. exciting. It's great. Look I won you coverall bingo winners. $15. That you guys at the St. Joe's picnic, that's the equivalent of like 150. I yeah. feel like, cause you they can have, buy a lot of things for $15 for the kids. They have like taken it down. Inflation hit the picnic and I, last time I won, it was $25, but oh, you know, okay. Okay. Beggars can't be choosers. Anyways, wag bingo. I don't know what we're giving away for that, but I well, think we there's a bingo. You guys, nobody's claimed. Somebody bingo claim yet. a bingo. There's a bingos bingo. out there. We've got a bingo. We um because I I said Toto was on a boat, so we had Lewis posting. But that's a run. an old picture of Toto on the boat. Still posted during summer break. I'm gonna take it. Okay. Um, Gunther on a boat because Haas posted all those pics of Gunther on a boat. Um, well, Gunter adjacent to a boat. Yeah, I think he was actually on one. <laughs> we definitely cousin Carlos in Mallorca because Carlos is in the Mallorca. The fact so that this Carlos. article didn't talk about Mallorca is criminal, and also not even a mention of cousin Carlos. How rude! How you dare you know your drivers? Get out like, of here! You don't Tom. even know them. You don't even Tom know Lamont, them. Lamont. I don't even know how you say your name. I was screwed up either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um. But uh, Max building a sandcastle. I feel like we got pretty close with the Red Bull posting well, the drivers on his... the sand. And then he's in a he's in floaties in a pool. You know, yeah, he yeah. built a sandcastle. On Max and floaties was the bingo we didn't know we needed. I would have preferred to have Max in a floaty. I just didn't think we'd ever see it. So did you find him more uh, likable? Post-floaties. Yes, I, I did too. I did too. I did, I did too. Anytime I, I see him it. with Penelope, I'm like. I liked it. It's cute. It's really cute. It made, I think maybe he should just speak less. Yeah, that would help. <laughs> and also give back his world championship to Lewis. He okay, well, never mind. <laughs> I didn't think he we didn't were going to go there. steal it. It's not like he, he didn't, didn't earn it. it. It was Michael Massey who... Also, when you read the article, you're I like, didn't realize that we were going to go on such a trip. Michael Messi admits December. to a mistake. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So. We got to move past that. I'm like gonna... Lewis said, we have to, like Melanie Hobson or whatever said, we got to move past. Um, I maybe have brought that up in therapy once or twice. But... Are you going to be, speaking of therapy, how much have you addressed this distressing situation around Daniel Ricardo with your therapist? More times than you'd like to admit? <laughs> She also likes to remind me that that doesn't have any impact on my real life. <laughs> and you were like, uh, says who? Rude. <laughs> How dare. Because those feelings are real and they feel them really hard. Yeah. How? I mean, Shannon is verklempt. She's unwell. Um, I am just hoping. I just know that whatever Danny Rick decides to do, he's going to be great at. Okay. How awkward is it going to be for him going back into this like 
packing up his stuff from Montana or whatever, you know, he's just been bebopping around and heading back to spa. That's like, ugh, it's gotta be super. Awkward. I can, I could, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the McLaren garage and also the Alpine garage and also Aston Martin garage because the beehives that are going to be fucking swarming for the rest of the season. Well, I don't know if they'll figure it out the rest of the season. I don't know, but I know that that first day back, oh, they're going to be, be like, dumb. Also, I have a feeling real quiet Dan, and a lot of people chewing gum. <laughs> I feel like Dan, you know, we've made these comments before about how we think that maybe our personalities align in some ways. And I have a feeling that Danny Rick leans into the uncomfortable and the awkward. Like I have a feeling that he doesn't shy away, but that he's a lean in kind of person as I am. And I, I, I would enjoy to watch that. I think maybe this could be what turns me into a Danny Rick fan is if he could lean into being making everyone so uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. Yeah. That that's how it happens. That how I, that's how I switch. Okay. If he just goes in and it's just like, yeah, this is the fucking shit show. Like, can you believe these guys? I mean, like, what do you have to lose? Nothing. You don't Nothing. have a job. They so have to pay him $21 fine. million. So like, yeah, I just be like, Hey, I'm just here to get my 21 mil. Like I right. would just be asking about it in interviews. I would just be, I mean, you have nothing to lose and there's nothing better than like that feeling. And I feel like he's somebody that could really, he has the personality to lean into it. Oh yeah. Make it a joke, but also make yeah, it, but make, make them it look like an asshole mm -hmm. and make everyone super uncomfortable. And there's not, I love that. Yeah. So I, okay. Come on, I, Danny Rick. I, I Here's how I'm going to be rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see it. We've always talked about like the pettiness. Like I want him on a stage in an interview, someone ask him and him just to be like, let's go. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious, you know how like they always pair the drivers in their pre-race interviews. Yeah, yeah. Like who's he going to be paired with? Fernando Alonso. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like if they're doing it right, that's how you do it. And then you ask and them both. Just like you asshole, you started all this nonsense. Yes. Look, at, look what you how did. How dare. Yeah. <laughs> look at this mess you made. I was just, I mean, he's, he's not my favorite, but this could be a chance for his personality to really shine. That's two nice things you've said about Dana Ricardo in like almost back-to-back -back episodes. I know. And you know what? You've just been saying really nasty things about Charles, Charles Leclerc. Leclerc. And how dare you? <laughs> how dare? Well, you know, I said what I said. I have feelings and just the golden boy. He's still adorable. It doesn't take away how adorable he is. I just would like to see him come back to the Charles we saw at the beginning of the season. Nobody else is the only person that's won more races than him this year is Max. Yeah, and I'm going to need that not to happen anymore. Okay, well, <laughs> God. Man, people turn on you quick. I didn't turn on him. I just had, like, you know, he could do better. Seems like it. In the words of Danielle. Yes, of course he could do better, do but better. it's not him. Also putting that on a shirt. You could do we better. can do better, but do also better. it's not him. He needs to, t he's on the radio to the pit crew being like, guys, we can do better. He can make the decisions. Well, he's a loyal a little subject. He's not brushed by my own <laughs> Maybe he just needs to listen to this pod and get a little fire in his spelly. Okay. This That's is, uh, we've reached Where else the would end. you like to go? What else can we talk about? What I've reached the end of you bashing Charles Leclerc <laughs> is what I've reached Charles the Leclerc. end of. I'm about to just call it if you don't let my boy live. Cha Shannon. What else would you like to talk about today, Danielle? <sighs> 
I don't know, Shannon, I'm a little <laughs> bit at a loss for words because you've just been so combative towards someone who's just a lovely, lovely, lovely human she being. She is lovely. I've enjoyed watching his extensive vacation all over summer break. I think it's great. He's now the TikTok king. I love it. Well, yeah, I love he's a content so creator. He he's a content full... creator. He's doing great. Yeah, he's a full person. He's got like a whole crew. I know. Uh, did you know that? Uh, did you see this picture of Harry Styles and Daniel Ricardo merch? Thank you for bringing that up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that also set the internet on fire um, a couple of days ago, and it is confirmed that Harry Styles is a Daniel Ricardo fan, which makes a lot of sense. You know, it does. They both attract a lot of females. Icons in their uh, given industries. Nope. Icons in their given <laughs> industries. Uh, did you, speaking of Michael Massey, you brought him up. Did you see, this is just going to be a little like quick news hits. Did you Ooh, see okay. he's close to return to the motorsport after leaving the FIA? He's about to become the new uh, chairman of the Supercars Commission. I don't know what that means, but. Well, watch out, Supercars. I don't know what you <laughs> want to do with that guy, but he made a, any talks about it in the article I'm telling you sky that's me so no supercars for me no, no super, super you're, you're going to be unsubscribing from all supercars content <laughs> um yeah i don't really have that much else except that i am very excited for their return to f1 uh racing next week this is so exciting because my birthday's on saturday and then i get a race on sunday so my birthday weekend what a gift i get a great gift. I can't. I so I was maybe going to get you some new Lewis Hamilton and or Daniel Ricardo merch for your birthday. But after this episode, I'm going to have to let it simmer for a little bit because that's, that's fine. I'll take it at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over it. But um, one thing I, I have one quick thing that I'm yeah, still sure. not over. And I know we talked about this a lot, oh, okay. but, you know, like I'm sick and tired I say this at least once a month on other <laughs> episodes, but I'm sick and tired of one, the internet, not just being like using things in context and not being like, okay, people make mistakes. Like, you know, and two, I'm fucking sick of everyone being like, if you haven't liked F1 since your feet escaped your mother's womb that you're not a real fan. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed to bring it up again. Okay. Well, um, like what you don't have to be an say, yeah. I, you know, F1 we, fan from like your day of birth. No, like, you don't. And you can consume it in the way you want to consume it. Just because you maybe don't watch every single race doesn't make you a, a, not a fan. But I feel like this only yeah. happen, is only happening in this. Like it's not like people like doing this with, I mean, maybe some people in baseball. I feel like some people are like pretty crazy about baseball. But like nobody else is like gatekeeping a sport the way they are like this. That is true. And yeah, and I don't know why people feel the need to even comment on how other people like any sport. I mean, it's, this is, it's just Did ridiculous. You, you know how they've been filming for the PGA people for like the mm -hmm. same, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. drive to survive, like yeah. box to box productions have been doing one for the PGA. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, I know my husband loves golf and I know that if I like decided that I was going to get like all into golf and start a podcast, which I would never do. And just put it down here right now. Never. Um, 
that like he'd be jazzed. And I can't imagine any of the other like men that I know in my life that love and enjoy golf, not being like, yes, come on in. I'm so glad you're here. We can talk. I can talk about this with you now. What a lovely development. Mm -hmm. Like what's the deal? Is it because it's cars? I'm just trying to figure out why it's so different. Like, because you know, I just that, don't that's see this a in any really other good sport. Question. And I'm like I wondering if it's the cars of it all. I, that it's- I might, you know what it might be? It might be the like Americanized concept of it all, you know, yeah, because it was, it, it's, it wasn't here for the longest time. I mean, it was here in the eighties and nineties for a little bit and then it went away. Um, but it started in Europe. So I think maybe it is a, Okay, but on we the have flip our hand in the pot that, too much like growth if development if i go over to like europe and someone's asking me about like american football i'm not gonna be like you're not allowed to like american football or like i don't feel like people do that with soccer like no. i don't get it i'm I mean, sorry i'm just i'm having on a rant i was not like scrolling the interwebs and i saw something and i was like i'm so sick of this i'm so sick, yeah. of, it. sick of it it is i agree with you i agree there is um I don't know if we talked about this last episode or not, but I want to pull up her account because again, you know, I'm so good with names. Um, <laughs> it is Tony Cohen Brown. Oh, I love her. Oh, mm-hmm. she's great, but she is also, also her aesthetic is beautiful. Beautiful. Um, she's Say it again the, so that the people know. Yeah. Tony Cohen Brown. Yeah. At Tony Cohen Brown. At Tony Cohen Brown. Yes. So she did big thing. She submitted her Sunday fangirls, the untapped billion of Formula One to South by Southwest. And she's going to need our help as a community of Formula One fans to help her get submitted into this so that she can present this at South by Southwest. Um, Isn't South by Southwest like right before the Austin Austin Grand Prix? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to give you what her slide says so you have an idea of like what she wants to talk about. My talk is both an ode to the fangirls of Formula One and a portrait of how they are gifting an archaic industry with a second chance of relevancy. An evocative portrait of relevancy. a 70... 70- relevancy? How do you say that? Relevancy? Yeah, relevancy. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> an evocative portrait of a 70-year-old sport that is undergoing its most significant pivot yet as it finds itself at the intersection of sports, technology, politics, and pop culture. At first glance, it may seem like a niche topic, but it sits right at the center of global of a global phenomenon. Women are perceived as less than male fans and mocked yep. and ridiculed for the things that they are passionate about. The Sunday Fangirl is a whole demographic Preach. currently misunderstood by the sport they promote so tirelessly. Boom. She said what she said. She said what she said. And I saw something at the other Share day. Share it to the stories right now. I will do it. Um, but it was like, fangirls whether you're passionate about a sporting team or you're passionate about a boy band why is it that men can stand outside of a stadium screaming fanatically at a football team or a basketball team or whatever be huge fans women do the same thing with like a boy band harry styles harry styles and all of a sudden like well they're crazed fans but you being an athletic supporter but ha- that's I mean, okay but-, but only if you're a male athletic supporter not so much if you're a female athletic supporter because then oh, it's yeah. weird. And then you have ulterior motives of why you like said sport have you seen the video like I, I know that it's something they do regularly but there's some soccer stadium where they put like flares up and it looks like their whole soccer like a whole section of the soccer stadium it looks like it's on fire like it looks like it's an unsafe oh, wow. i've seen it and it's yeah. It looks like the stadium is going to catch fire catch and collapse, fire. Yeah. but there's, there are um, flares and they do this at certain 
like fans do this. And I don't know exactly which soccer team it is, but it's a thing and maybe it's multiple. Anyways, I just love how like there's a full, I mean, it's a very like European thing. Obviously they would not let that happen at an American stadium, but um, because, because of like how crazy people are with rules and stuff, either way, I just love that there can be a full, like it's probably 20,000 people in a section or 10,000 people in a section. It goes from the floor all the way up to like the next level that it looks like the stadium is on full fire. And you know that that's mostly men that are like bringing in flares. <laughs> flares. And that like, if that happened at something like that was women themed, they'd be like, what are these crazy women doing? Like, yeah, sorry. I had to just, I had to go on this tangent. No, that's you're, you're great. Go for it. But it's just like, how can you have a stadium that looks like it's going to fully catch fire and be like, oh, it's just fans. European fans are different. Yeah, like so soccer different. fans yeah. hit different. <laughs> it's, uh, it's speaking of, because I am married to a huge football fan. And by football, I mean soccer. Football. football uh, Premier League is how he spends most of his time. Uh, currently watching a documentary as we speak on Arsenal. So again, too much time watching football. Um, but the Dutch soccer team they have the craziest fans which totally under like i get why there is fanatic for max verstappen the way that i see that their fans are for their soccer club is insane i mean i wouldn't be surprised if that's the stadium that's you know they're trying to catch on fire but it's nuts 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 and like he's been to several games in uh yeah and he's like you you don't wear sporting paraphernalia to these games because you can't be identified as a rival fan. Like it's not safe for you. Like if you, if they see you in that, they have to put you in a special section because that section has extra security because they will come for you and they will wait for you after. (laughs) And it's, I mean, it's scary as shit. And I was like, why it's, Oh, people are crazy. Why? One lady almost once pushed me down the stairs at Paul Brown stadium at a Bengals game because I was in Dolphins gear and I felt her push like I, we were leaving the game and I felt her put, it was very high. Oh, I shit. felt her, she was sitting down and I felt her push me in the back to like, and I turned around quick enough. Drew was right behind me and I turned around quick enough. And I was like, are you trying to push me down the stairs? <laughs> he was like, that woman was trying to push you like no shame. So, I mean, people crazy, but people crazy, they're crazy, Angels but it's crazier that females might like for cars, one. like whew, can't do that. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, that was a weird tangent we took, but you know, we had we had things to get off our chest today. We feel I feel better. You know, feel you let a lot of feelings off your chest that you've projected onto me that I don't love. I've been brushed by melancholy with your feelings on Charles Leclerc. We are allowed to disagree on this podcast. It is a safe space for both of us to share our feelings. I had to just say what I need to say today. Okay, well, wasn't expecting that. I wish maybe you would prep me next time. I didn't know it was coming. It just flew on out of here. My prince. You can blame it on Tom Lamont and his dumb article. (laughs) That was a terrible article. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you'd like to share your thoughts on the GQ article with us, we would love for you to drop into the DMs over at F1 Push Push. And tell us why you thought that this article was trash as well. Um, But mostly we would love for you to follow because we are inching close to a big milestone. We would love to get to a thousand fans on the IG, a thousand followers. So do it by my birthday. That would be great next Saturday, but I'd love to have big goals. I do. You know, I'm a goal getter. I'm driven by goal. (laughs) Do you have a picture from home goods that says that (laughs) goal getter? 
Uh, yes, but we would love to hit a thousand followers. So if you could really find it in your heart to share our content, that would be quite lovely. So nice. Uh, and you can also engage with us on Twitter at F1 push, push pod. We have got to add the pod there. And we are on TikTok at F1 push, push. Shannon's been making some TikTok only content or exclusives. <laughs> TikTok <laughs> exclusives. Um, I may have to get on TikTok and just air my exclusive thoughts about this article. So who knows? I think you should. I would love your passion to translate into TikTok with the green screen. Yeah. So maybe we'll see that there. We'll see if the spirit, my angry spirit (laughs) guides me. Uh, And we would also be so thrilled. We would be happier than that priest speeding down the road with his... (laughs) rosary clutch between his teeth in Marinello. Uh, if you would leave us a review, because reviews, if you listen to the last episode, you know that they warm all, both of our hearts, but specifically Shannon's. They do. Know. I love you guys. I'm well, I mean, they warm my heart. I love too. a compliment. My love language is words of affirmation. So <laughs> thank you. If you'd like for us to be brushed by melancholy, <laughs> <laughs> you could not leave one or leave a bad one, but we would love it if you would leave a five-star review telling us how much you love to listen to this banter. Yes. And if you haven't noticed, we did put out a push, push starter pack episode guide. The six of our favorite, like if you're just getting started with our podcast, you're new here again. Sorry. We didn't welcome you at the beginning. If you're still here, thanks for staying with us. Oh gosh. This is, this is a heated welcome Welcome to the shit show. It's so much fun here. Um, Um, yeah, share that with your friends. Yeah. Share with your friends and, uh, yeah. Press play on those, like those, share them. We obviously would love to, you know, hear your thoughts on what we said before too, like in our also younger, younger episodes earlier, earlier, that's earlier. Like, also, that's Shannon is preparing for a um, full like essay breakdown. Um, she's may just do her own personal episode, breaking down how much she dislikes Fernando Alonso. So if that's your bag, <laughs> if he's your favorite driver. You may want to take a, a beat off on the next one and come back and join us. Oh, for a recap yeah. Did I say that on air? Or did I say that? You said that just to me. Just oh, okay, yes. Yeah. So just so you know, next week, I'm going to be doing a full breakdown on Crash Gates, um, and it's going to involve some interesting news about Fernando Alonso. She's going to be career. airing her grievances on and Fernando Alonso. We've got one pit crew member in particular. You that know who you take are. This episode off. I know he's going to come for me, but also in the most lighthearted way. Um, so just get ready. It's coming, pal. It's coming. Yes. So until next time, (laughs) push, push.